0: Good morning, everybody. Uh, Happy New Week and um, hope you enjoyed Mother's Day, whatever you were doing with whomever you were doing yesterday. I have to say uh, we had a beautiful family uh, day at home and out for lunch and just connecting with with mum and the kids with me and got all An abundance of drawings and paintings and um, presents and all sorts of stuff so it was really really uh, a fun uh, a fun day and a relaxing day ahead of what's going to be a pretty intense week Uh, we are heading out to the airport soon after all of my lives are done this morning Uh, and good morning Brenton Amanda lots of people here uh, from my community and um, today you guys we are gonna go through part two of what I ran out I had planned this live with this particular topic deepening your relationship with your clients hey Joe I sent off your manuscript to lay out just uh, before I got on this live so it's all set I actually pre-prepared half of my email to the designer last night and then this morning I, I finished it off with what you sent me so uh, so I was already set uh, to send that off anyway you guys let me do my little shares across um, uh, the two groups that this goes live in and then uh, we're going to get uh, going with the five, Could, would you believe that the piece of, hey Viv, um, the piece of paper that I had with all my 10 things on deepening relationship with your clients disappeared. I reckon I chucked it in the bin. So this morning I was trying to remember what the hell were the other five that I didn't share last week. So I kind of have put together, maybe the new five, um, but the way my brain thinks usually it will have come up with something similar from last week. But I was like, oh no, I thought I had all my content. <laughs> for this morning, and um, and I was set and then I couldn't find my piece of paper. So, anyway, not to worry, I have come up with a further five ways to deepen your relationship with your clients. So, we're gonna go through all of those. Uh, let me do my live share. So, I've done that in the Ultimate Business Support Group. Um, you're welcome, Joe. All right, so one more thing author your way to riches, and we're done, you guys. All right, uh Cool, okay, so last week we covered off as far as I can remember, um, kind of a little bit more of the front end of when you initially uh, meet your clients, like sending send out cards and you know, um, more practical kind of things that you can be doing. Um, Today and this this week we're still going to go into practical stuff, but other things you can think about, do I have this in my business, don't I have this in my business? Can I put it in? How does this look like for me? I'll give you examples of what I do. And then you make it your own, whatever you like to, um, whatever that means for you and how that looks like. Okay, so there's a further five things uh, from what we spoke about last Monday. And if you did miss last Monday and you want to go through the additional five things, it would be really good because there were some really practical things that we shared um, and I just ran out of time. So I said, I'll do the other five this morning. All right, so... um, So if you haven't already, actually I've got six things here, but if you haven't already Uh, started uh, do I do suggest that you start a community group for uh, your paying clients Um, I mean you you may have different ones and I may have covered this in some aspect last week but having your paying clients in one secret Facebook group of of course um, that's what we use um, and then having um, non paying clients and certainly your paying clients in a secondary group which is where people are still getting to know you is a really good way to deepen the relationship over a period of time. So for us, we have our ultimate 48 hour author mastermind group, which is where all of our paying clients hang out in. Um, now, that's a smaller group, of course, uh, than, the, um, than the more, I guess, open and uh, closed group where, where paying and non-paying clients hang out, So which is called Author Your Way to Riches. So what's the importance of this or what's the benefit? Well, within the secret, secret group, we go into deeper sharing of content and detail information that probably won't make much sense to people in the other group uh, because they're not going through the program step by step as we would be doing it in the ultimate for the author mastermind Author Your Way to Riches. I still share super valuable information about publishing a book, but I don't go into my system into as much detail. I'm talking more about um, uh, gen- generic knowledge around books and what I would recommend and all that sort of stuff. But it's not sort of specific to certain steps or or parts of what we do internally in the program and the system. In this way, people in Authority Richard still get immense value and tips and, and get to know me more, but at the same time, yeah, they may not have been ready to come into the program or our community at the um at that period of time when they originally met me, but maybe through being part of this group and building further rapport and relationship, which is what we're talking about today, deepening your relationship with your clients um, or potential clients then they uh, might make and take that leap of faith of God. okay, now I trust her, I've been listening to her, it's enough's enough and I'm ready to write my book and they might contact me out of the blue and say, yeah, I'm ready to do the next thing. So make sure you have communities and groups set up for different levels of your business. So for your paying clients and with your paying clients, you might start off with very, very tiny group, um, maybe I've just a few people and I've gone through those stages in my business and it grows over a period of time. With our, with our paying clients group, now it's over 334 people I think at the moment and it grows every year you know by hundred plus uh, people and these are people that have been hanging out actually in our community now for n- nearly six years that particular group um, and that's the thing to be patient and allow it to uh, progress over a period of time by continuously also adding value and bringing up in special uh, special things for that particular community all right, so the other thing um, here on my list of how you can deepen your relationships is to put on extra events or catch-ups or meet-ups with, um, with your clients. Uh, for myself, uh, that looks like we used to be the ultimate business support group where we would have then a monthly uh, face-to-face meeting and um, you know a lot of the time the clients would show up and all that sort of stuff. Uh, nowadays, we host three two-day masterclasses per year which we invite and give as a gift to our clients. We say it's part of their package, there's no, but it's lifetime access to these two-day masterclasses that they can come along to. And the purpose of those is, of course, to add further value and deepen the relationship with the client. But at the same time, because you get to hang out for two full days, they get to ask you questions, you get to be in each other's space, the relationship further deepens because, because it's there's nothing. And face to face is the most powerful way you can uh, you can be in a place where you want to help one another so often when we do do the masterclasses, we have a special bond hey Julie um, we have a special bond that we further deepen and um, and develop and yes there are a lot of effort and um, and um extra investment of time and money on my part whereby usually um, it, it's not a money-making activity uh, we do make some special um, special offers on the day because we co-host them with Francesca so this is another idea is there someone else that you can team up with to co-host events for uh, both of your communities? And that way you get introduced um, to each other's communities and you keep meeting new people. So you kind of like ticking off lots of um, different aspects uh, because running an event takes a lot of time and effort and planning and follow up and all that kind of stuff. Uh, good morning, Trisha. Um and, and if you can um, team up with someone else and then expand that opportunity that you might be meeting also new people, serving your current people, because when you think about it, not only is it super uh, value for your own clients to keep learning from you, because you're adding and deepening their knowledge behind what you have, where you have begun on your journey to solve their problem. For me, it's uh, writing a book. But writing a book is one thing. You've got to do all of the other things that come after the book comes out uh, in order to make that book a success and to make your business a success. So the follow-on masterclasses deepen the information that I cannot share in a lot of detail at my retreats. So they have a server purpose, but it's also about reconnecting, connecting um, uh, connecting Connecting different networks together, other meeting brand new people, um, and having I guess my raving fans in the room who uh, obviously uh, you know if you've got nothing to hide they uh, talk up uh, their experience of the program to people who perhaps are there who haven't been through the program. So it's really really important to keep doing uh, making some effort to see people face to face. What we often do with Stuart as well when we do go into state. Um, Say if we're doing the event on the next day, we might even catch up for dinner or some drinks the night before, uh, let's say our half day event, We're we're in the city, we often do that in Adelaide, in Perth, I mean in most of the cities we go to, get organized, catch up with some of our authors that are there. Um, and even if they're not crewing for us for the next day, it doesn't matter. You know, just catching up, seeing what they're doing, you know, giving them even more value and tips around where they're at in their book writing journey, or if they've already finished, what are they doing, and finding out a bit more about uh, about them. What is it that there's this famous saying? You know, people want to know first of all how much you care, and then how much you know. I I, I don't have that one right, but um, but that you you get what I'm. What I'm meaning uh, when I say that. So, we will make the extra effort. We will go out for the coffees and uh, dinners and do um, social activities because it is when you become friends and buddies, um, you know, and you're not going to be that with every single client that you have, right? But you will have a special bond and connection with some of your clients. And if you can uh, deepen and strengthen that and make that effort, those bonds and relationships could mean massive amounts of uh ongoing uh, referral business and as well as you know that good feeling that you know you've got people who who support you who back you who will talk about you and all that kind of stuff anyway so think about you know where can you catch up with uh clients even if they have finished through your program because having client you know there is a value of um them either being a once-off or someone that um, obviously has a longer lifetime value. So when we're speaking about now, longer lifetime value, let's cover off the next point. And the next point is what kind of um, incentives or kickbacks or what is it that you do when a client refers someone brand new to you? So, just the other day, as we were thinking about our next uh, eight half day events, we're uh, hitting off the mini uh, national tour today, uh, heading out to Sydney and driving to Wollongong for the event there tomorrow. um, Is, um, you know, uh, we asked a few of our clients in those cities that we're going along to if they wouldn't mind um, sharing our event and, um, um, you know, saying my mentor's coming to town, right? And what we did is we used Canva and within Canva we put their book cover on the image then we put a little image of myself speaking at an event so that it gives that, uh, you know, it, it's a sort of thing that, yep, there's an event that going to happen. And then it, there was a couple of captions, uh, my book mentor is coming to town. And then it would have the city and the date and then my bitly shortener, which is Australian tour. And we pre-wrote um, a post. Uh, For them and asked also if they wouldn't mind uh, putting that on their social media and what we were So how did we make it a win-win? Well? uh, We offered for those people who they may refer to us to come to this half-day workshop that they could just simply buy a general admission ticket And we would give them a free upgrade to our VIP ticket so that 49 to 87 dollar level We would upgrade for free and treat them as a VIP when they come to the event because they've been referred from an author and at the same time also we have got um, cash kickback incentives for our graduates uh, who refer clients to us. So if someone uh, that they referred progresses on with them with the full program, we would also uh, uh, pay out a cash kickback when that person has completed their retreat. So, um, so that's a little bonus incentive that a lot of the time people forget. Um, that they have access to, and then I call them up on the Monday. Say, so for example, we're coming into the May retreat this particular weekend. On the Monday, any of my referral authors who so attended that retreat, I would c- contact their referral person and say, hey, this particular person completed their retreat. I have got um, you know your little bonus kiss, kick, uh, cash thank you kickback because it costs me a lot more money to advertise on Facebook and find someone super cold versus having people introduced to me through someone who is warm and they're coming in warm. So it's for me to give that incentive kickback is a lot less than what I need to spend on Facebook to find each of my new brand new clients. I hope you guys, that makes sense. So how can you make the uh, a win-win referral um, uh, kickback um, setup with your clients what can you give them in return for them doing something for you and sort of ongoing how can you help one another because we do put in the extra time and effort to um, connect and reconnect with our clients. Often our clients are more than happy to crew at our half day um, events. We've got the gorgeous manya helping us in Wollongong tomorrow and Sandy and Christine in Sydney. So often in you know, ahead of time we get organized and it's a win-win again because they get to speak about their book in front of the group. They can bring some books there and get known in their local community as well as being their author there. At the same time we have got a test, a live test in the room as well as someone others can speak to and of course logistically to help out at the event So it's really you're just going to keep thinking. How do I um, you know continue making our relationship a, um, a Win-win so it's good for everybody the next one um, Okay, the, the one thing I want to just sort of flag is to be very mindful of how you ask Your clients to refer to you. What do you give in return? give each other exchange women for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's a question or a, a comment Yvonne, uh, but I've been covering off what we give each other and what, uh, what in return. So, um, uh, how do you, uh, how do you ask your clients to refer to you? So, um, the, the worst way to uh, I actually educate my clients how to refer to me at the very, very end of retreat, we're sort of doing final wrap-up logistics and all that sort of stuff, and I tell them that they are now an affiliate of Ultimate 48 Hour and all that, all that sort of stuff. The worst way someone can refer to you is if they say, oh, here's so-and-so card, go and call, uh, call him or her, right? And sort of you leave them the ball in that person's court who's got no relationship with you, and it might be important, or it might not be. So I often say, okay, there's three different ways you can refer to us. Number one, and I actually have it, um, I have a handout piece of paper that states all the incentives, affiliate kickbacks, kickbacks, all that kind of stuff. And I say, okay, number one way is to um, directly connect me in a three-way message on Facebook. So say, hey Nat, this is Jane, um she's really interested in writing her next book. Please connect and have a conversation see if this is a fit. Usually I'll respond immediately well, as soon as I see the message. but um usually my next step with that Jane, we're just pretending it's Jane um, would be to go, okay, well, what city are you in? Can you come along to the next half day workshop? I don't necessarily straight away. Uh, invite Jane or start speaking about coming to the retreat and the big program because I know that perhaps Jane hasn't had as much education or um, uh, I guess establishing of value Uh, from my author because my author is uh, yes it's a great great salesperson for me to or a referral person to send new people in or people that they um, they have in their network however um, still there might uh, must be some period of getting to know each other and realizing is this the right path for me and is the value there for me for me to invest in this next step so normally that would be the next thing if they're not local to to, or, coming, or, or there isn't a half-day workshop around the corner in the city or whatever it is, I might offer them to watch the half-day professionally filmed footage uh, and then for us to connect with the conversation. So I often want them to have done a bit of research and a bit of information gathering, who the hell am I, um, what is this program about and all that kind of stuff before, um, I have a conversation if they really want to get on a, on a phone call. Absolutely. That's fine um, And I can do that try to squeeze four hours into like 15-20 minutes uh, But often it is the best way when someone shows more commitment if they're willing to absorb a bit more information before um, Taking the next step the second way I say to my authors is look if they're not sort of in um In a a city we often go to, um, then uh, refer them to our evergreen webinar. And we have this evergreen webinar that runs every hour and the hour. And at the end of that 45-minute sort of presentation, they'll be given the opportunity to book a breakthrough session and then we can have take that next step and have that conversation. But the best way, I say the third way, is to actually directly invite them into our half, next half day workshop so that they can fully get to know us and they can come in and we can upgrade them to that VIP ticket that I spoke about earlier. And that's the best way I have always found, and I guess from my own experience, over six years having lots and lots of referrals and word of mouth is to um, the best conversion has always occurred when the person has met, the referred person has made the effort to come to the half day and they have then progressed to their retreat. So that's just how it happens in our business. What would this look like? So I always say, don't ever leave the ball into your referrals court. Always ask for permission for us to, uh, um, you know, have a chat to them. Either for me to call them or just create that three-way Facebook message. Hey, Lucy, thank you. And Lucy's one of our authors has been promoting our Gold Coast event and um, speaking it up uh, up there. And we've been getting organised this morning in terms of how all of that works. All right. So the next one on my list is loyalty discounts. So do you? And have you got set up or could you set up uh, any way that you can uh, provide loyalty discounts to existing clients? So what does that this look like? Well, within my business, it is every time um, uh, an author of mine now wants to publish a second, third, fourth book, we give them a significant discount compared to what we would charge the general public. Why? Simply because it's so much easier to work with a client that's already worked with you before versus a client who who is totally brand new. Actually, uh, you end up spending a lot less time servicing them Versus getting to, that process of getting to know each other, and of course, the other aspect of it is they um, they're re-engaging you for a further service, a brand new package, all that kind of stuff. So, um, so that there is some loyalty there that should be rewarded. And this is one of the things that we also say to people: Look, if you do decide to do our a retreat um, and you go through your first book through the full full-blown program, then your subsequent books will be a lot cheaper than, say, someone walking off the street and working with me for the very first time. And we reward that. So what would that perhaps look like for you? And what other loyalty things could you offer your clients um, ongoing? For me also, I guess the loyalty thing is, you know, come along to the masterclasses for lifetime, like these two day events that we invest a lot of time and money to put on an effort um, that keep receiving brand new information. Over a longer period of time, I've had people who did their retreats four or five years ago come back to today's masterclasses, which is so much more sophisticated, evolved, with new strategies, with all the new information, which we have taken time to learn, implement, and then deliver in um, in a, I guess, digested way for them. <clears throat> I like that Yvonne uh, summarises often the things um, that I say, so that's very handy for fit people here. Lifetime mastermind is amazing value. There you go, Lucy. So that you can tell, a lot of my clients do come through these lives, and this is also another way uh, how I continue to deepen and strengthen the relationship by turning up week after week Even though this is a public life um, then back into my secret group and all that sort of stuff so that whenever you know They might not listen to me sometimes for months and then they might come back in and listen to me for um, You know regularly and then they go off and they come back. But the thing is I'm always here, right? The important thing is to always turn up Uh, Don't worry about who is coming regularly who's not coming regularly You just turn up and you deliver value because this value that I'm delivering then gets posted across many different platforms, a podcast, YouTube, all that kind of stuff, which means it reaches also different people. So I'm not doing it just for the people who are live on the call right now. It is done because um, it it ends up reaching a lot of people over a longer period of time. So I get a lot of bang for my buck and my time for turning up each week consistently. All right, I've got a couple more to cover off with you guys. Um, systemized, uh, uh, Systemized nurturing um, that uh, occurs in a consistent manner. Uh, not, I can't remember if I spoke about this or last week, but I've got it on here because it's so important. How have you systemized your onboarding process? You know, what happens uh, with your onboarding when someone signs up as a client, what's step one, step two, step three? I mean, we've got about 15 different steps that uh, have to be uh, ticked off by my VA, by my PA, by me, by Stuart, uh, to onboard a client properly, right? And they will happen like very consistently, where people always say, well, you know, How do you get around to doing all of, all of these things? It's just all there in project management, and we tick off the tasks as we go along. Um, then, systemize for uh, accountability. So, the guys that are going to come to this weekend's retreat on Monday or Tuesday, Stewart's going to initiate this accountability sequence of emails that they will get in their inbox uh, three days after their retreat seven days, uh, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Uh, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months, up to six months of automated post-retreat accountability. And then also they get a real person accountability um, every monthly, uh, a monthly phone call from Viv. So how do you set those things up so that you can ensure that you're doing the most you can to ensure your client's success and to, um, and to uh, service them as much as possible and give them the information that they need at the right time when they need it. So it's, it's really important to start thinking about what are you doing repetitively because one day, When you have uh, got the resources and the time and your business has grown, all of this accountability or onboarding, all that kind of stuff can be actually outsourced to the, uh, uh, can be a role for someone within the business to make sure it's running um, like a well-oiled machine. Uh, For me, when I'm onboarding a client, it's really uh, only a few steps, probably more, more so the conversation I'm having, inviting them into the program, but all of the other more techie or, Uh, online kind of stuff that occurs or sending a send out card gets taken care of by the team. All right guys and the very very last one that I have got here on how to deepen your relationship with your clients is to make sure that you deliver on your promises. Yeah so if they came into your business wanting something and you have done everything that you have promised and you you know of course two people have to have to come to the party. Um, Sometimes Natasha Now, what is uh, your onboarding steps consistently it's in project when they receive accountability <laughs> yeah there you go yes I uh, will use Asana project management it's a free platform I mean of course they've got a paid version of it but we don't ne- we don't necessarily need the, the paid version but in Asana we have got like new author template and it's got the number of 15 different tasks that have to happen from sending out their send out card to setting up their easy easy pay to welcoming them into the secret groups on Facebook creating um, uh, initiating the new author sequence of emails there's quite a few different things that um, that we got. that's just off the top of my head so the last thing was that you need to deliver on your promises Um, people want to know that they're gonna feel safe with you that they're not gonna get ripped off that you're not a scam because I can't believe uh, how many times people have told me before they signed up into the program Program how many times they went on Google and put in Natasha Natasha cam scam just to make sure that um, you know what they're doing is uh, is the right thing and they're getting uh, in a relationship with someone who they can trust and know that they're going to get taken care of. Now, as I said before, it does take two people to come to the party. So sometimes you can do everything from your end, but the client may not be doing the work. They may not be um, you know sending you stuff that you need to complete. Your work. Uh, in that case, uh, you know, that's it, not your responsibility uh, if you've provided your accountability, you have contacted them, you have followed up, and all that kind of stuff, uh, which, as I said, we've got the system set up. But yeah, you, as the saying goes, you can take a horse to water, you can't make him drink. Um, So do the best you can from your end, but at some point you have to let go. So what our system is, is that we will pick up the phone every month for 12 months uh, and uh, uh, follow up with clients and say, where you're at, what you're doing, da, 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 da. And then when the 12 months uh, finishes after their retreat, then we, we have to just stop. We have to obviously be focusing on the people that are also doing the work. So there will be people in your system and clients that are going to do the work and others that are not going to do the work. You do the best to, to follow up and, um, and to deliver on your promises. Uh, but as I said, don't be disheartened if some people uh, have decided to just put it on the shelf, help uh, your thing. And uh, along the way, my last parting point is to stay solution-focused. Um, Every single problem in business is all about problem solving and making sure that you always come to an amazing um, solution Along the way to whatever problems arise, whether it's problems with suppliers, um, you know, someone being, um, you know, happiness a certain way, what is it that you can do? And the best uh, question that you can ask is, "What do you want?" Okay, what do you want? Um, and figure out, you know, what is it that um, you know that person thinks they're getting versus not getting, uh, so that any conflict is resolved beyond um, within the system and doesn't need to spread and uh, um, you know outside of it, and that it's amicable. And everyone is happy at the end of the day. That is super important. It's super important for your relation. Oh, sorry, reputation management, and um, and to um, to ensure that um, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you might need to um, you know lose a bit of your time or money to uh, to fix a problem but it's so worthwhile when you can put your head um, on the pillow at night and know that you have done the right thing and then you can figure it out and you have come from a, a and be careful like you know don't so we can get so emotional how dare they how do little you can get through all of these things breathe maybe step away go for a walk like just come back and actually when you're communicating with people communicate with facts and um um, and um and you know exactly what happened over um, uh, Over an emotional way in responding especially when it comes to any type of conflict in uh, Anywhere in your business, so there you go guys we covered off the other five which I don't know if they were the last five that I had last time? Um, with um from last week which was part one uh, But I believe those were the other five because I did throw out that bloody piece of paper that had my whole content on it and and, uh, because I'm just too decluttery um, of a person, I just keep throwing things out. Everything just keeps going in the trash. Once it's dealt with, trash, 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 just keeping things nice and simple. All right, so have an amazing week. We're off to Sydney uh, in a few hours, um, getting across to Wollongong first uh, for tomorrow's event and then Sydney on Wednesday morning. Um, and then uh, we've got some other cities, Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, Gold Coast, Brisbane, such coast ghost all coming up in, over the next three weeks before we take a medium month in Thailand. So I'm off to go and do my live in my secret authors group uh, to give them some love and some more extra content around our program-specific stuff. And um, I will see you guys, yes, next week, I believe. Yes, next week I'm back home. And it's birthday week next week. All week I have a series of um events and pampering things and shopping sprees and uh, movies and all sorts of stuff is happening next week. I have planned a big birthday week in Melbourne. Usually people are going to go, oh, gonna go away. I'm sick of going away. I'm going away all the time, right? Like I actually wanted to create something that was just about um you know being at home and doing things around melbourne and that's what we're doing and we're going to dream time at the g and we're staying in richmond the night um of that uh game essen and richmond and hopefully i'll get to see the bombers win uh win for a change the last three weeks i've watched the footy religiously with my boys and i haven't i haven't won yet so i bet you they're saving it up for that uh, for my birthday saturday all right guys i'm gonna go have an amazing week and smash it out bye